Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to arguably the biggest episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast of the season to date. Obviously not as big as the game, but uh, huge, 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 huge collision, collision course this weekend in Columbus. Big noon kickoff's going to be there. Game day's going to be there. Uh, Penn State comes to Columbus, and it's going to be one for the ages, Cass. I mean, on paper, this is a heavyweight fight. Defenses are neck and neck. Offenses are, you know, both very solid. Um, I mean, on paper, this is going to be the, the the fight is going to be a heavyweight fight, man. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a great one. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Both teams are so similar, so similar. Um, both teams, um, defensively, probably two of the best in the country. Um, could be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. You got one team that's really good in through the air. The other one's like, meh. The other <laughs> one's good running the football. The other one's meh. So, but it it's definitely going to be. But one team has had a tougher schedule. The other one's schedule has been bad. <laughs> like it's been really bad. Like, uh, yeah, it hasn't been. Uh, uh, it hasn't been. Uh, it's not the worst, but yeah, I mean, their toughest game was probably what West Virginia. Uh, I would Iowa. say Iowa, and they beat them. They, I would say Iowa because they're ranked and they blew the doors off of them. Mm. But Iowa's often stinks. But like, uh, Penn State is six and zero. Um, they are legit. This is one of the best rosters they've had in a while. To I mean, it's all sides of the ball. I think they're very well rounded. They have the quarterback. They have many backs. Um, it, it's the only the, the only thing I have is I think Penn State's a year away. All their guys are really young, but they have a great team. But that great team is going to be really great in twenty twenty four. If that makes sense. I could see. I mean, I, I I know what you're saying. I just I find it hard though to to like kind of believe that when they have like a a top ten pick at left tackle, probably a mid to really early first rounder at the end and Chop Robinson. Um, I mean, I think I, this is their chance. If 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 it's not this year, maybe next year, but this this is really the, uh, their chance to come into Columbus and pull off the upset. It's I mean, it's like the 2017 team. I mean, this game should be an epic one, Cass. It really should be. It's. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be as good as the 2017 game, but it had. It, I mean, it has that potential. It really does. Yeah, it does. It really does. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't think as many points. I think this game is gonna be similar to. Um. I gotta. We gotta go way back into the archives. Just how good these defenses are. I I think this game could be as good as. Uh, 
man, I really got to dig deep. I want to say 02, but that's both offenses are a little bit better than those offenses in 2002. Yeah, that was a 7 to 13 game. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2003, 21 to 20. No, nah, not, not that close. Um, I mean, close enough, but like, there's a year where Terrell Pryor went over to Penn State. I think it was 06 or not. No. Oh, eight. oh, eight. They beat us here. Was it oh nine? Uh, was that the twenty four seven game? Maybe not. Maybe not. No. Let's go back to the two thousand twelve, where Ohio State Braxton... five, Penn State twenty three. Well, yeah, but Bra- we pulled away late. I think it was. 2012. I think you're right. Yeah, it was. So in that game, it was it was seven seven at half. Ohio State pulled away, not late, but in the third quarter, they put up 21. Penn State put up three, and then in the fourth quarter, Ohio State only put up seven. Penn State put up 13. But I mean, the damage was done in the third. Maybe not. That one, I don't know. Anyways, it, it, I feel like it's going to be close, but not like I think it's still I th- right now. The spread's four, but I think about the Buckeyes cover. It's going to be a one score game, if that makes sense. It is. I mean, the one thing Ohio State has going for is, which is like a big, big sigh of relief, at least in my the way I'm looking at it. It's just it's not a happy valley. That's worth that's worth at least a touchdown or two, in my opinion. Last year, I mean, they were so close, Penn State. They almost did it. And then JTT just stole that from underneath them. Um, so it is concerning that they, you know, they had us on the ropes last year, but it was also in their home, 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 you know, court this year. They come to our playground. They they had more firepower power on the wide receivers last year. I do, I do agree. I do like, and you, you brought up a really good stat. I'll let you share the stat, but um, we're kind of looking at it. I think you're absolutely right. Um, our D back should be able to hopefully contain their receivers, but I feel like every time we do play Penn State, they always have one receiver in recent memory that will catch a long touchdown against us. Um, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be Keandre Lambert Smith, I think. Well, the issue is, is I think this year's our DBs are so much better. They're so much. This you know what this game it's gonna be like twenty nineteen yeah that's a perfect that's perfect. that's where it feels like um I think their defense is elite we'll get more into that but I think our defense it's gonna be a slugfest and I think if we stop the run and make Drew Aller beat us Buckeyes are walking away with an easy victory because Drew Aller struggles throwing the ball downfield like he's a dink and dunk guy he's better than sean clifford i will say that though i mean then that i feel like that kind of plays into how we want to defend if that makes sense yes. but, which is i, I like a lot of sense <laughs> it, it I, and I, I do like that i like because uh, like jim Knowles doesn't want to give up the big play he wants to make him earn it so if they're gonna like it's really going to come down to their playma- playmakers after the catch, I think, is going to be the difference. And tackling, really, 
at least from a defense for defensive perspective, they're going to, I, I think all is going to complete passes, but it's, you know, what, what is uh, Tommy? What is steel? What is Cody? What is, uh, you know, Hancock, um, uh, Igbenosin, Proctor, Sonny, like, what are they going to just, you know, get right on these guys the second they catch it? Cause if they do, we're fine. We just cannot let them, you know, catch a f- two yard pass and then get like eight more out of it. I feel like this is another Josh Proctor game. I, I really do. I feel like this is I feel like Sonny's gonna make a play. I mean I it's gonna be a great de- it, it's gonna be great defense all the way around. I it's gonna be a fun game to watch. And I think our defense I think our defense being at home, they're gonna have the edge and they're gonna play with the edge. Because their goals are still right in front of them. And I think we're going to get the best defense we're going to see all, you know, we're going to see this Ohio State defense just really come to life, really come to life. And if if they keep, if Penn State cannot open up the playbook and get a big play, it's going to be a long afternoon for their offense. But they have two of the best running backs in the Big Ten. Keandre Allen and leading the charge. It, it's going to be fun to watch our defense against their offense. What's crazy though, Cass, like, like Katron Allen, Nicholas Singleton, they're obviously like the one of the best duos in the country. The longest, the longest run they've had this year though, is only 19 yards from Singleton. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Like Penn would- state is not, they do not have the explosive plays. It's which is insane. And like you mentioned that pre-show, I was like, "There's no way." I'm like, "Where'd you get these stats?" But I'm like, I'm looking at it, and like, you're absolutely right. They don't. Which, like, are they do, or it, or are they just not explosive? I don't know. Drew Aller. So looking comparison of quarterbacks, Drew Aller's to. 1,254 yards passing, 12 touchdowns. 118 out of 181. It's pretty no solid. Picks. But he's averaging no – he's only averaging 6.9 yards of, like, a completion. That's nothing, I feel like, for a quarterback. And then you got Kyle McCord, who's probably more scrutinized than Drew Aller. 109 completions, 170 attempts, 1,651 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, one interception. It's going to come down to who, what quarterbacks makes mistakes. They both throw a lot of interceptional balls, but they have good receivers. The well, issue with Drew Aller, he has not played a good defense yeah. since Iowa. Well, McCord too. I mean, he's also he's also averaging nine point seven yards, like a completion. So there's a there's a there's, I mean, it's almost like a five yards difference in completion. It's just we're getting more bang for our buck. So I mean that 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 makes me feel a little more confident if we're in third and ten, third and nine, you know, we can get that. If Penn State gets behind the sticks, I don't know, like I, especially with the shoe getting loud. If it's third down, you got the bells going, the crowd getting rowdy. That that definitely plays into the Buckeyes Buckeyes hands, and it's going to be scarlet out. The the thing with oh, if the Penn State, if they can't. If they get it within third or third and six or less on third down, 
they have a great shot. But if they get anything beyond that, like third and seven, thirty, third and eight, third and ten, third and nine, I think they're going to really struggle. I I really do. Um, but again, their offensive line's pretty good. It's going to be, but it, they're not world beaters. I think our defensive line will handle them pretty good because I think Notre Dame's the offensive line is a lot better than Penn State's. Um, it just comes down that they can start stop the two running backs. Yeah, no, and if if we they absolutely have to sell out for the run, I think it's we can't like you can't let them gouge us for five six yards of carry. If they do that, that's going to start opening up the play action. It's going to shorten the game. It's I, I mean I do think we would beat them in a shootout if we go into a shootout. We want we need to make them play our style of game. It's if they're going to do the dink and dunk stuff, that's a problem. Um, we need, we, I mean, it, it just, it's going to have to be a collective effort. It really is. It's going to be a, it's slug fest. I don't think, at least on the offensive side, I don't think, I mean, I, I don't see them giving up many explosive plays to us. We might get one. No. Or two. Don't get me wrong. We're, we'll get one or two. Um, but I don't see I don't see us obviously dropping back and completing fifty yard bombs like we were last week at, at Purdue. You know, like it, their DBs aren't going to be like the Purdue DB where Brandon Innes just shook them if, out of shoes. If we, if our offensive line continues to develop, and they don't go into zone schemes, zone run schemes, and they just go gap schemes and man on man like they did against Purdue. I think they're athletic enough that they can st- establish some sort of a running game. They're not they're not going to get the r- yardage they did against Purdue, like the 8 yards, the 6 yards. They'll get they can get 4 or 5, which I'm okay with cuz you're right on schedule. As long as you can not put Kyle McCord in third and seven and thir- third and longs, same with Drew, same with Drew Aller. Even though I trust Kyle McCord over Drew Aller, but if they can get in the third and shorts and third and minimals, I and if they can pick up a third and short one or two times, the confidence is going to grow tremendously for this offensive line. The issue I have is Penn State has two studs on their defense in the on their front seven that I I'm really concerned about. And um, I I look at it this way for Penn State. They're a great football team, and like their play, their I mean, it's just so. Look, I'm trying to get their name. Um, their linebacker. They got two solid liners. Curtis Jacobs. He leads the team in tackles. Um, but I mean, the one guy who's really Really good. Uh, not Kobe King. Caleb Abdul King. Carter. Abdul Carter. Yeah. He's only got 15 tackles this year in one sack. Um, What's crazy, bro? Like, look how many look how many sacks they have on the season through six games. It's they get pressure, and like that's one spot where I do think you know if our line doesn't come to play, it could be a really could be a big problem from a court. They have 27 sacks through six games. They're averaging as a team about four and a half sacks a game. They're absolutely getting pressure. 
Like this, this is this is a game where I think we need to utilize when we throw the football, we need to run I think we need to run two tight end sets because Isaac is a beast. They're their defensive tire. He has defensive end. He has he has five sacks on the year. And um if they can find out where Isaac, who wears number twenty, is, I think they're gonna be I think Ohio State's offense line is gonna be all right. But I think you're gonna have to G Scott's gonna have to block. I think G Chop Robinson has three sacks on the year. Chop Robinson and Isaac are really good. It's just can they contain him? Can Kyle McCord get the ball out quick? That's where I think short minimum passing game is going to work for Ohio State to beat Penn State. And I think we got it. I think I I think our offensive line can do it. I really do. They're really good in pass pro. They're one of the best in the country in pass pro. They don't get Kyle McCord does not get sacked a lot. That's one thing that this offensive line is good for. And I think this is the game where Ryan Day says, you know what? I don't care if I rush for 50 yards, even though we want to rush the ball more. I got to beat them at my strengths. And my strength is throwing the ball out, getting the ball out quick to Marv, to Cade, to Julian, to Mecca when he comes back. Get Travion out in space. I think they're going to be good. They, I think they'll be all right. Even though I think they're playing their best defensive backs until they play Michigan. But Notre Dame's were pretty good, darn good too. Well, I also, Just... well, I also think too with this whole like Penn State. I I think Ryan Day too just needs to not overthink it. Um, I I I don't think this is gonna be a shootout. I think this is gonna be a slugfest. So I like I want him to realize that sometimes it's okay to take the three. It's like it's fine if we have to. You don't need to send a statement in the second quarter if, if sometimes if you just take the three like if we're at the 20 in the inside the 20 it's fourth and like three or fourth and four don't feel obligated to like run a play for the first down i'm fine with you taking the three because like if we if our defense plays the way it has been we can take a three we can take three points two or three drives that's nine points on the board and as long as our defense doesn't give up two touchdowns which i don't think they're going to get gouged that much that's fine. Like that adds up over time and it makes it like, it's more complimentary for your team. If that makes sense. Like I much rally. Cause last year, I remember last year we, we came away with nothing a couple times and that almost cost us the game. And it was just like, bro, just kick the field goal. Like I, I know we're on the road against happy Valley. And you, you, you want them to send a statement, but you don't need to send a statement because sometimes it's just working easier and taking the points. I agree. But if it's fourth and one, go for it. I mean, he has to see how the game's flowing, though. If it's a shootout, yeah, absolutely. If and this, this is where if this game's gonna end twenty-one to seventeen, take the three because points are coming at a premium. I also think too, utilize that wildcat package with Devin Brown. You already got them looking for it, and this is where I said on the last episode. I was going to hold off and say it. We get fourth and goal or third and goal or look for the jump pass with Devin Brown to Kate Stover. 
I, I honestly, bro, I feel I, I I like where your head's at. I feel like though that's they 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 they're gonna scout for that. Um, just because- I don't think so because where have they shown that Ryan Day has ever thrown a jump pass? Well, we so Ryan Day has never, but remember, uh, what I believe it was when Urban was the coach in 2015. Yeah, we did it against them then, and like that's still probably like that was under Bill O'Brien though, wasn't it? I I know, but we've put it, we've shown it on film. I just feel like that's obvious. What I, dude? What I think we should do? Hear me out. We do the we try to do the tush push or whatever. We run we, we 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 run some weird variation off of that if that makes sense. So like you know how everyone's doing the tush push in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not run like an almost like a fucking like toss or like a sweep out of that if that makes sense. Like you know how they line it like it's kind of like not the wing tee but like they line up in like that. It's it's like a very compressed formation. I think we just need to get like almost like do that. And get like Travion or like Xavier Johnson, one of our burners, and just space with it. And if everyone's condensed and you just have to beat them to like the pylon, I think it could work. Look, I don't like I, look. They would obviously have to run it a few times and practice and see how that works. But I think there's something there if you scheme that up correctly, because no one's seen a variation off the tush push yet, and everyone's doing the tush push. So like, let's let's see a variation. Maybe I don't know. I also think you could flip on the side when you they're going to run those three running backs in that same formation, that T formation, um, on the goal line situation. So we've seen that. We got to prepare for that. I'm sure, yeah. and Larry Johnson, all that's quite preparing for that. But like, I'm not going back offensively. Their huh? third string cast, their third string with pots or whatever. He's thrown it too. He's threw a touchdown pass. Yeah. I think, I think on our offense. Um, if as long as their offensive line gives a little time to come accord to throw the ball, um, if we this is a game honestly with the running game struggling woes, I think I'd come out passing the ball in some quick slants, some quick slants, some quick outs, get Kyle comfortable, spread their defense because they're going to load the box. Spread their defense out and then run a, a running back delay with Henderson or Hayden or Dallin Hayden or Chip Train him or whoever's the running back this week. I think come out passing the ball, short intermediate routes, slants. I think uh, no bubble, no bubble screens. I, I uh, think, some outs. I mean, I think I think the matchup the matchup we need to exploit is Farmer Gronk. Um, yeah, I, I don't I like. They Penn State, they have Kalen King. He's probably going to go up against Marv. That's going to be a great matchup. I think King will, you know, contest, contest, and at least, you know, make Marv human, if that makes sense. Human as in, you know, he'll have like five catches, 80 yards, maybe a touchdown. But, ooh, Tony Pollard just, ooh, got chased down. Uh, sorry. Um <laughs> but um Kalen King will like probably do a decent job on Marv and Manny Diaz will find a way to kind of take away our reliance on Marv because that's the one thing we do do is it, it, it's, it's kind of a habit of us when we do need to play we always go to Marv which is smart don't get me wrong but everyone knows it I have not seen anyone defend Cade though this year and Cade gets all the one-on-one matchups 
And Penn State doesn't have a player on that team. I don't think anyone really in college football has a player that can really match up with Cade Stover at the linebacker position. And this is a chance for him to really, really put a stamp on the Mackey Award. This is a game if Cade, you know, has a big performance, he's going to steal that right from Bowers. Unfortunately from Bowers. No, it's football, man. It's availability. Availability is your best ability. It's not unfortunate. It's if K goes out there and takes it, that's that. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna apologize for Cade Stover having a great year, being one of the best tight ends in Ohio State history. I will not apologize. I feel bad for Bowers, but I will not apologize and say unfortunately. So, Cade Stover stats nationally: twenty third, twenty three reception, tied for ninth. This is all tight ends. Three hundred fifty nine yards, third in the country. Yards per reception, 15.6, which is first in the country. Touchdowns, three, which is tied for six. Pro football focus grade, 77.9, which is third. Yards after catch, 198, which is third. Drops, zero, tied for first. First downs, 18, tied for fourth. NFL passer rating when targeted, 138.4, which is second, which is second with a minimum of 28 targets. Yeah, he's a monster. He's an absolute monster, and it's, it's it, 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 in a game like this, if it's gonna if it's gonna come down to like intermediate and short stuff, he's your guy. He's absolutely your guy. I don't know. Like, we do have some injuries. I think we can start discussing them now. Like Chip, I think will play. I'm not too. I think that was more of a kind of a maybe a concussion. It kind of seemed like. Um, I, I feel like he's gonna be good to go though. Um. I, 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 I'd be shocked if Travion doesn't play uh, after the past being out the past two weeks. I feel like he has to be good to go. Oh, yeah, I think he was going to play this week, and then when they figured out the weather was going to be bad, they just kept him out again. Yeah, no, because he warmed up and everything. I think – I mean, I think our backs will be at full strength. I do think – I don't know – I might, I think Chip might be out this week. It, it Maybe. Emeka, that I have no idea. It's. I think he's going to play. Even if he can give us something, um, and then Burke, what's the deal with him? <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Which, by the way, this goes to the next point. It is a scarlet out. Buckeyes are going to wear their natural jerseys, though. Um, natural pants, natural you know home jerseys. But if you're going to the shoes, scarlet scarlet out. I'll. I'll be come to test to that because I'm working for Fox. And if you're not wearing Scarlet, you better be a Penn State Nittany Lion fan. I mean, are we Which, sh- and- I mean it's always Scarlet out though. Like it's never, it's never anything else but Scarlet. I don't know what when is the shoe not red for like a noon game? Well, there's a lot of gray and there's a lot of black jerseys too. Yes. But like I'm ready to see big game boomers, stupid idiotic post, what the best and worst student sections are going to be this week. If he doesn't have Ohio State number one, he needs the job. He needs to stop watching college football. He needs to delete his Twitter account because I think these students and I think Buckeye Nation is going to come out and be ready. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I don't, I honestly, I could care less with big game bo- boomer tweets or whatever lines do not concern themselves with the opinions of sheep um it, it's 
I mean, uh, Ohio State will never get credit for having a cool student section. They'll never have get credit for having good ro- like road wins. It's just I've I've accepted the fact, man. It's fine. Like I don't care. I just want to win this week. I just want them to make a statement. And you know, we'll still we we could beat Penn State by two touchdowns, and we will not. Nothing will change in the rankings. That's that's the truth. People just hate Ohio State, um, and it's sad. But it's you know it's. The only way this team's gonna earn respect, it feels like, is they're gonna have to win every single game this year, even the national title. And even after if they do win every game, win the national title, they will somehow in the preseason AP poll next year will be ranked third. <laughs> That's the fact. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it'll be somehow Bama and Georgia will jump them. It's it's a tale as old as time. I don't I don't care. Just win, baby. Just win. Let's go right to keys to victory. Keys to the Buckeye victory. Just play Buckeye football. That's it. That's it. Play Buckeye football. My my key is no dumb penalties. So like no, 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 like mental mistakes. Like, you know, like the Josh Simmons holding, uh, delay a game, no targeting, um, just no dumb penalties this week. Just you know, no clean football, please. And two, start start early. Like start early. Don't don't wait to come alive. Come out firing, and then keep getting better. You know, receivers. You know, wake up on the first drive. Don't drop passes. Don't make mental mistakes. Don't beat yourselves. Basically, it's it's really like I know it's not. It's it's tough to like. It's it's not, it was it's a cliche to say, but like don't beat yourselves. Basically, come out to play because you're playing. You're playing. You're playing with a top ten team at home. This is a monster game. Get it done. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, my score prediction similar to the pro Notre Dame game. I'm going. Buckeyes, 21, Nittany Lions, 16. I'm going to go. I'm just looking at this. Spread is four, but I believe it. The more the week goes down, it that spread will go down. Oh. Yeah, Buckeyes twenty four, Penn State twenty three. <laughs> Going on one point game. Yes, it's going to be a, a classic. All righty. Our picks of the week. Picks. All right, let's do it. 16-10 Cowboys. By the way, we recorded on Monday night. Dan's got plans this week. I'm working with Fox. We're just getting it done, getting it over with. Yeah, so if like if Denzel Burke is out and you're listening to this on Thursday, sorry. 
Um, <laughs> we're doing the best <laughs> we can with the information we have. Um, so, which I think Denzel Burke should play. Yeah, I just we, don't know. We we're saying everyone's playing. This is a game. This is like a monster game. Everyone's, you know, tucking their skirt in. We're going out there and we're smacking Penn State. Um, games this week though. Um, let's start with. I mean, we got some good. We we got some good ones this week. It's really a really really great week of football. Um, I wish sometimes they don't put all these great games on the same week, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, three thirty Tennessee at Alabama. Alabama's an eight and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm going Vols. Vols. I'm going. I'm going Tennessee as well. Um, you said eight. Alabama the eight and a half. Yeah. But I still think Alabama wins, but it's going to be closer than eight and a half. Okay. I mean, I like, I like Tennessee straight up. <laughs> I'm going, but I'll take the points. Um, Seven 30. We got number 16 Duke at Florida state. Florida state is a 14 point favorite. Give me in Florida State. I don't know if Duke's quarterback is back yet. Uh, well, they had Henry Bielen as their other quarterback. He actually did decent against NC State. Two touchdown passes, one pick. Only completed four for 12, though. Um, but, yeah, I like Florida State. Give me Florida State, absolutely. Just because if, if Duke doesn't have their quarterback, that's a problem. Um. 7.30, this one's a big one. There might be blood. <laughs> there, might, so, Someone might get stabbed in the parking lot. I'm just um, – number two Michigan goes to East Lansing. Mike Valenti said it. Um, he's a radio host in Michigan. He said, if you're going to wear your maize and blue, do not come to East Lansing. Do not bring your kids. Do not bring your wife. Uh, this is their Super Bowl. Michigan State. <laughs> it really is. And they're terrible. Um, but I like them to cover at home. I it's 24 points. I, I like for some reason I think they get up for this game. I'm going with Sparty here. I'm going Michigan. Okay. Um we have a little rematch in this one. Because I think Michigan State's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm throwing that. I'm just saying. I, I think I get it. keeps it interesting. Um, I get it. 8 o'clock, Fox, um, Pac-12 championship rematch. This time it's in L.A. Number 14, Utah at number 18, USC. Cameron Rising, I don't think, is going to play at all this year because his, apparently his knee injury was just so much worse than what it was. It was like – it wasn't just like a torn ACL. It was like MCL um, – was it PCL? Everything, everything in the knee. It was apparently. Um, so I like USC minus. What's, six. The point? What? What's the point spread? Minus six and a half. That's it. Yeah, USC's a favorite. I mean, the points discrepancy too. Just like on offense, it's insane. Utah is like honestly one of the worst offenses, 190th in the country, and that's that's because they don't have their quarterback. 
they're playing with two Joe Schmoes at quarterback. Here's um, one. 330, NBC, uh, Minnesota, Iowa. Iowa's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, It ain't much, but it's an honest good days of work. Yeah, I, I would say Iowa. I'll take Iowa. Me too. I don't know why, but Minnesota's bad. Yeah, they stink. Um, which now I understand why those tickets were like thirty bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes sense. Um, it's fine though. I'm still excited to go. Um, do we have any more, or is that? Here's one. Just because of the uniqueness of their offense, and LSU's defense isn't world beaters. LSU, 30-point favorite over Army. Um, Give me Army. Not to win it, though. I mean, I, 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 I would say Army just because the They're way... unique with the of way their offense. Move. Well, that's so many points with the way the new rules are and everything. They're going to run so much clock. Army. Um, if they score once or twice, they'll be fine. I like Army there too, man. I think that's a great pick. Is that all of them? I think it is. Oh, that's all. The- my degen, my degenerate, delusional pick of the week. Rutgers beats Indiana, but this is a big win for Rutgers because they become bowl eligible and they'll be six and two on the year. And that's huge for that. The fact that Rutgers has a chance to be fourth in the Big Ten East. I know. And then they have a bye week, and then they come play Ohio State. Look Uh, at yeah, and just got away. They still got to play Penn State in Maryland. Maryland lost to Illinois, though. Yeah, but. What a good weekend. Enjoy the rest of enjoy it. Week 10 of high school football is here. Big one in Canal. Canal has a chance to go 7 and 0. I mean 10 and 0 for the first time since the 70s I've been hearing. Um they've already walked up the their OCC champs for the first time. They played Big Walnut and Garrett Stover senior night. I'm hoping to be in attendance if I can get out if Fox, if I get out of Fox early, but my wife is excited for her alma mater, so I got to go support the wife and hopefully Canal can come up undefeated. Absolutely, but we got we got about thirty seconds here, so thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Um, as always, go Bucks and Penn State fans. I want to leave you this: just remember, it's not a rivalry.